Welcome in to the Thoughts and Friends podcast. We just had some information that had shockwaves through the sports universe across our desk. Didn't plan it this way, but here we are. The GOAT, TB12, hanging it up. Tom Brady, he's out. Gone. Don't let the door hit you in the ass on the way out. Rest in peace, you dead bitch. We retired the GOAT. You, you, you hung him up? Fuck him. Sent him out back? I think a uh, lifetime... Rams are definitely in. We're they, even now. They got the career advantage over Brady. He beat him in the Super Bowl twice, but I think this makes up for all that. Yeah. Yeah, the one that they were gigantic favorites and the best team in the league and lost, that didn't hurt that much. Yeah, I was a little too young to understand the gravity of what happened there, but that yeah. was, that's crushing. Definitely remember it. Don't. Yeah, didn't really grasp, grasp it at that time. Yeah, not great. Uh, yeah, they were the best team in the NFL. Um, so you hate Tom Brady. He's kind of your hate, life. I don't hate him probably as much as I should. You, I hate. Yeah, I mean, you hate his success. Not really. I mean, I guess I he beat them twice, beat the Rams twice in the Super Bowl. But I don't. I should probably hate him more. But um, he's gotten to the point where I think everyone's moved past the hate and just be like, I don't know. He's a cyborg. I'm yeah. just going to appreciate this. There's nothing he's not, I can really do about it. He's not a bad guy for all. No. You know, like, I don't... He's not that hateable, I don't think. I mean, we hate... He has had the Deflategate stuff and some other stuff like that, but he's very LeBron-like in that it's amazing that he's been in the public eye for 22 years he's been playing and has had basically no off-the-field incidents, no personal life stuff at all at any point in time to sully his legacy. Yeah, like All the stuff has been basically more institutional on the Patriots' part and not really falling I would in. agree, mostly. And I, I hate, I hate people, them. I hate the Patriots. Sure, yeah. I think a lot of people... Uh, would probably agree that Deflategate was kind of bullshit and not. I don't really know that, that enough about deal. that. I I don't care about that at all. Yeah, same. That's my, that's more my point. People, yeah, I don't, I don't even know. People just completely forgot about it. it seemed like a, the stuff recording practices was kind of fucked up. Of course, yeah. that was the Rams. Yeah, that was you know that's cheating. Yeah, there's stories where Isaac Bruce would line up and the 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 corners would know the routes they're running and he'd be like we've never run this play before. We were saving this play for the Super Bowl and you know the routes that I'm running. This is That's seems, cheating. Seems wrong. <laughs> yeah. We've had yeah. this play before. How do you know the plays? Yeah. Um, so, that's not great. I do hate the Patriots, but it is weird. I don't really hate Tom Brady. I don't know what it is. You got to appreciate the greatness. You really do. Um I said I think he can. He's the one of the few athletes that can rival Gretzky as the greatest of all time in their sport. Sure. I don't think it's close in either. No. And I don't see how someone could catch him. Mahomes. He's beat Mahomes straight up. That was his biggest threat probably in in the near future. Mm-hmm. But you know. Yeah, I mean, you are never ever is is a very long time. But good luck. Directly tied to winning Super Bowls as a quarterback, above all the records and anything. That's the metric. That's the thing. That's the the thing that we weigh it on. Which I would push back a little bit on that. Obviously, if you win that many Super Bowls, you are a great player, and it's not to take away from that. But there's a lot of stuff outside of your control that goes into you winning a Super Bowl. Yeah, I think. Um, so I'm not always the end-all, be-all. That is the mark for being the GOAT. That being said, I still do believe Tom Brady is the GOAT. Um, he's 
unbelievable. I've never seen anything like it. I just highly doubt I'll ever see anything like it. To be 44 years old and somehow be the oldest quarterback in modern football and also be retiring in your prime, it seems like, is a weird I wonder. There was a time. There was a time there. I wonder right. if we'll ever know what he did or put his body through or what, what European country he went to to have his blood spun. When he The end of the Patriots was ugly. He was bad. He was bad. He had a noodle arm. I don't know what happened. I don't know what he did, but he, at 41, became a top five quarterback in the NFL again. Yeah. Uh, who knows? Don't care. Don't, don't care, really? really? No. Uh, I think we'll get to something later that kind of piggybacks off this um, that had to do with sports. Don't care. Don't tell me. Do whatever you want. Thank you, Tom Brady, for putting your body on the line and basically cutting years off your life so you can entertain me for five more years. It's been fun. When Super it's been Bowls, fun. It's been Mostly awesome painful, but fun. I am happy. I don't hate him. I am happy he's retiring, though, because, as I said before this started, it has felt like there has been a gigantic roadblock of, for the entire league. And yeah. I feel like this opens up the league. There's always been a lot of parity in the NFL because of how the cap works, but he has been the one constant, the steady force that is a roadblock for a ton of teams. And hopefully this opens, truly, up, this opens up uh, a larger field. Although Mahomes kind of feels like he's just sliding into that that role. It is truly unbelievable in a sport like the NFL where it does feel like there's no team quarterback player that has more than like a four-year window where they're really in a position to win Super Bowls just because of how the cap works. Once you play the quarterback, you got to pay everybody else. He took less money. Do this. And that's the thing. I can't believe, and I guess I can believe, because if you want to get more money, more power to you, I'm not going to say any quarterback should intentionally take less money. But uh, all these guys that go on ESPN and say Super Bowl is my only goal, that's what I want to do, I think you got to take some notes and say, hey, yeah. um, assuming I feel pretty secure that I'm going to be in the NFL for the next decade. Find some different sources of revenue. Find some different ways to make money. Cut a little bit off your NFL salary, and uh, let's get these. Yeah. Let's get this defense right. Let's get this offensive line bolstered. When let's he was, get me some weapons. When he was in New England, he was rarely paid in with the the comparably for his talent and for his role in team. Maybe he made twenty million dollars, or he was set to make twenty million in twenty twenty two. Kirk Cousins makes like thirty five million dollars. Yeah, exactly. You just that's. That's an and excellent receiver and a offensive lineman. I think and a defensive tackle. One thing that makes him different that because he is the greatest football player of all time, he, he doesn't has need the it. ability to make that much money off the field. Whereas Kirk Cousins can't yes. start the yes, the KC eight method and uh, make money like the TV twelve. It's got a ring to it. Yeah, Kirk KC eight. Think about it. Uh, you get uh, some gray. Well just anti mask. Just anti mask. Uh, yeah, don't need. take the vaccine. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, his, his earning potential is much, much higher off the field. Correct. But don't give me the shit about you want to win Super Bowls. It can be done. We can make it happen. I also think he did a very good job choosing where he went to after Tampa Bay, obviously. Oh, I don't yeah. think Tom Brady could He's not have an idiot. gone to any team and won a Super Bowl. I mm-hmm. don't think any quarterback is that type of player. It's football's too much of a team sport. Uh, and obviously, he played with the greatest coach in the history of football and an organization that 
historically has just been one of the best at roster construction we've ever seen in professional sports. Yeah. They kind of loaded up like a great college team almost, which seems impossible to do for that long, but they managed to do it. Happy to see him go. Great career. Don't hate him. Greatest of all time. Greatest of all time. It's sad, kind of. It feels like a an end to end of my youth. Speaking of greatest of all time, this is what we call in the biz a segue. Speaking of the greatest of all time, I want to talk about the greatest rivalry of all time, and that is you versus baseball writers. Yeah. Versus the MLB Hall of Fame. Yeah. You want to do it? Yeah. Let's do it. Um. All these fucking nerds can get stuffed in the goddamn locker, you old curmudgeony fucks. Before you continue, the uh, Major League Baseball Hall of Fame just elected David Ortiz to the Hall of Fame. I believe he was the only one that got in. in. First ballot Hall of Fame. Only one that got in. It was Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, and for sure their last year on the ballot. Kurt Schilling's last year on the ballot. It was all three of their 10th year. They didn't get in. They continue to climb in percentage votes, but we're not close enough to get in. David Ortiz, though, first ballot Hall of Fame. Thoughts? Baseball's basically, to me, completely ruined the reputation of the Hall of Fame. The Hall of Fame means nothing to me at this point. Um, If they're making a museum to talk about the history of sports and they're just gonna say this decade we're not gonna even talk about it we're gonna act like it didn't even happen but not only that not only are they gonna act like it didn't happen they're gonna swipe it wipe it underneath the rug and then even the talk of like oh we'll make another wing we'll put an asterisk fuck fuck that it happened grow up get over it it was bad you fucked up it's everyone is should be held accountable. We shouldn't be putting it on the players. It's not all on the league. It's not all on the owners. It's not all on whoever. We did this. We fucked up. It saved baseball. That's irrefutable that that is the case, that everyone involved in baseball prospered and, uh, you know, it it improved the game. It improved the product. Um, Imagine baseball being important. Baseball was the thing. 1994 baseball was dead. 94 strikeout or lockout. I don't remember which one it was. They didn't play the World Series that year, which I think is maybe the only time that's ever happened. Couldn't have been lower. It was millionaires versus billionaires. And then you, by the grace of God, you get Mark McGuire, you get Barry Bonds, you get Sammy Sosa, and they single-handedly bring baseball back into the limelight. And as a result, we're going to just kick him to the curb not let them in because they cheated. It was Even a- though there's so much institutional stuff where they didn't want to implement testing, the players union didn't want to implement testing. So in a way, the players union kind of let these guys down too, but they didn't even start testing until 2003. So can you really argue that the guys in the late 90s, early 2000s were really in the wrong? I mean, is it so much cheating or is it so much finding a loophole in the existing rules to win? I mean, you look at a guy like Tom Brady and the Patriots, they've made an absolute dynasty off doing stuff like that. You look at all the greats in any sport, they find little ways to gain an advantage. There's no sport more suited to that than baseball. You have spitballs, stealing signs. There's always little ways to get an edge. And I understand steroids is a different thing. And it does transform you and make you a different player. And that the numbers and the stats and the counting stats are more sacred in baseball than in any other sport. 
But still, to have the guy who, in my estimation, is the greatest offensive player in the history of baseball not be in the Hall of Fame, and then the pitcher who I think has a case for the best pitcher in the history of baseball not in the Hall of Fame, it kind of negates the whole thing. I think we need to grow up, get the fuck over it. You, they, I don't know. That it's. There's also the statistic that all the new writers that have basically been coming into the Writers Association over the last decade, they all basically across the board are voting in Bonds and Clemens, and these old guys are the ones that are basically holding on, keeping it out. And if that's not a perfect metaphor for what baseball does in general, holding on to the past, keeping a death grip on it. The history of the game is important. The history of the game is great. We should love it, but we got to move on. We got to change. We have to evolve. We can't stay in the fucking Stone Ages. It's a travesty to Barry Bonds isn't in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, he should be in. He should be in the Hall of Fame. I think that it is also a perfect microcosm of just baseball in the game and where it's at. The hypocrisy of voting in David Ortiz first ballot Hall of Fame Correct. and keeping out these other legends of the game, greats of the game, for the exact same thing. The dude Clemens, Bonds, McGuire, Sosa. Zero positive steroid tests. McGuire admitted it. Zero positive so tests. Sosa might have two. Or, but uh, no, way. he's he's like hard. Oh, really? He's like hard. <laughs> Still? Like, for sure didn't, dude. Okay, Sam. Prove it. You got it. Prove um, it. Uh, all four of those guys never tested positive. David Ortiz, test positive, just absolutely got caught red-handed. First ballot Hall of Fame. It doesn't make any sense. Bottom line, Roger Clemens, Barry Bonds, uh, I think McGuire and Sosa were fairly likable, but they were assholes. They were pricks to the media, to the people that voted him in. David Ortiz, notoriously good guy, likable, first ballot. I mean, it's it's bullshit to, to scapegoat these guys. Here's the one thing that really pisses me off is that Bud Selig, who oversaw all this, is also in the Hall of Fame. The guy who basically let this run amok, let this all Make happen. Him rich. Let it made him, made him rich. We're going to put him in the Hall of Fame. Bud Selig, great guy, did a great job, let all this happen. Uh, you're good to go, Bud. But Barry Bonds, the guy that's actually doing something, the guy that's actually drawing the viewers, the guy that's... Keeping the MLB relevant, um, I don't know. And I'm was, not saying I'm not saying they didn't cheat. They cheated. It's it's they knew the rules and they directly went against them. They knew what they were doing was not creating an even playing field, and it wasn't fair to the guys that weren't doing it. But still, a couple of things agree they should be in. I am also okay with writers that don't vote for them. That didn't vote for them. If they but you can't vote for David Ortiz. If they consistently you can't vote, for David Ortiz, vote that way. If they consistently vote that I'm way. I'm cool with that too, I guess. Uh, if I that's think your you're stance, wrong, but you can't vote for enough. David Ortiz and not vote for Barry Bonds. Agreed. There's no logic behind And that. any of those guys. There's, a, I There's, think Sheffield was in the report. I'm not sure where his vote's at. Or Piazza, he's, he got Piazza. popped. He's in. Uh, Pudge was on the report. He's, he's in. Can't have it both ways. Jeff Bagwell was on the report. I mean, Jeff Bagwell, what... Jeff Bagwell won an MVP, and Jeff Bagwell's a deserving Good player. player. He Barry Bonds is worse than Jeff Bagwell. He's got 500 more home runs than Jeff Bagwell, and he's worse? I don't understand. I agree that all those players should be in. I think not only for Bonds and for Clemens as well, because he does have a case for the best pitcher of all time, I would say. Most Cy Youngs of all time. 
He had he had Cy Youngs. Most Cy Youngs and most MVPs all time, not in the Hall of Fame. He had the most. He had a Cy Young like twenty years apart from each other. Yeah, which is also. I think red you flag. You were on steroids. <laughs> he was forty two, and he had like a one Your nine best ERA. <laughs> yeah, yikes! It, and to that point, and to the Bonds point, I don't, I don't call them the greatest of all time, and I think there's statistics. You said you referred to the counting stats. I, I think they're they shouldn't count. I don't think they should be if regarded. If you want to not regard him as the all-time home run leader, that's fine. But here's my thing. Also, this. it doesn't matter, really. No, it matters much less than you all think it does. It doesn't matter. Babe Ruth, whatever. Fuck Babe Ruth didn't play against did it's black people. Yeah, exactly. The league wasn't integrated. Yeah. Like, um, if you want to call Hank Aaron, I think I would call it. Time, I would call Hank Aaron. Hank Aaron, Ted Williams, whoever you want to call. I don't care. But. There's, it's inarguable Barry Bonds is one of the best baseball players to ever live, however you want to slice He's a it. Hall of Famer before age, whatever, 34 or 5. Before he went to San Francisco, he retired after year 8. He's in the Hall of Fame. That's just a fact. Um, yeah, because it was a resp- – in the in the uh, long – what was the documentary? Long Gone Silver? It wasn't mm-hmm. that good. With the Sosa Bonds – or the Sosa McGuire documentary. It was – they made it – Sound like, and I don't know if this is true, that it was basically a response to McGuire and Sosa. Like yeah. after they hit it, he was like, "Wait a second, you guys don't want to see me go forty forty? You want to see me hit seventy home runs? All exactly. right, watch I this." Mean, it's a. It was a response to that. I don't know. With, to, and, to say he's like a cheater and not like you're a fucking competitor, dude. He Barry Bonds wanted to be the best in the world, and that's the only way at that time he could have been the best in the world. You could say he shouldn't have done it. You say he cheated. I guess. I think, That's just I think a fact, you, you want to be the best. That's just a fact. He did. Yeah, I don't know. I would he have don't hit, care. Would he have hit 73 home runs without steroids? No. I, that's, I so, I, so I don't... I agree that I would, it should be I in think, the Hall of Fame. I think... I just don't refer... I, just, I think it would he's be not my not my goat. I'm sure someone has done this before. Measure all his home runs that year. How many home runs got out by like five feet? And I think... Cut all those off, maybe, and we'll see how many he ended up with. That'd be an interesting. Be a lot of leg work. Here's the thing: <laughs> a lot all of home runs. home runs are 650 feet. Well, it's like due oh, to. Well, okay, I don't take the steroids. It's 500 feet instead of 650. <laughs> it's out by 100 feet, not Dude, 200 feet. I've never seen someone transform themselves like Barry Bonds did. Man, that dude was a machine of baseball excellence. Yeah, the dude. I mean, it's just so crazy. I've got three pages of Crazy Barry Bonds stats. Are you ready for? Them? I want not not right now. The so on the other side of that, the point that I just made, I think Hank Aaron is the best hitter of all time. Maybe Ted Williams. You don't you don't know what they were doing to also cheat, exactly. Which is fair. Which is fair. Like the I don't even know what greenies are. It's like a it's basically I so I think it's Darryl like Strawberry Adderall. Describe this as whenever you took these before the game, the baseball looked like a beach ball. It was hard not to get hit. Yeah, so it like was you the, it was like increased the in and you're dilated. I don't know what it does, but he said the baseball looked like a fucking beach ball when you're on him. So that counts for something. Hank Aaron did that. That is certainly a level uh, for lack of a better word, cheating. Barry Bonds also. And I think the thing, more so than even the home runs, is just the endurance that it gives you to 100%. a 100%. The availability in baseball you is don't, such a huge part of it. You don't have the best stretch of your career from like 36 to 40 
I will say this about Barry Bonds, though. It's not like he was just reliant on his power. He has maybe the no. best approach in the history of oh, baseball. One of the best The best I ever? Yeah, exactly. Like the best. Like Him the, and Tony Gwynn. Are Tony, probably, well, yeah, Tony Gwynn. That's, that's a good one point. One of those two. That's a good point, Tony but, Gwynn. Tony, there's some... After the Bond stats, we get yeah. Tony Gwynn stats. Those but but Bonds has like the Tony Gwynn approach with fucking six hundred foot light tower power, could steal fifty bases, forty bases in a season. He's got four or five gold gloves out in the left field. I mean just yeah. not much the guy couldn't do. Yeah. There's not much the guy couldn't do. I didn't look up a bunch I'm sure Roger Clemens has a bunch of crazy stats too, but uh Barry Bonds, uh, all these that I'm about to tell you are fucking absurd. Let's do it. Okay, um, this is probably going to take a while. Maybe I shouldn't do all these. There's a lot. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. You don't have to do them all. Pick your favorites. He was walked with the bases loaded. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Um, That's funny. Another thing, uh, with the cheating, the amphetamines thing that was 60s, 70s, 80s was big. Um, let's take away those records because there's like, if you look at like the graph of most innings pitched, there's like a huge spike in the 70s, 80s. Like, so all those pitchers that have 5,000 strikeouts or whatever, let's take their stats away too. I'm just saying, I think it's a little hypocritical, this whole situation. People have been cheating in baseball since baseball was invented. Um, people thought curveballs were cheating in like the 1800s, so let's just grow up and move on. There will be no deception here. Yeah, just be a man. Throw a fastball throw, like a man. It's like me playing video games. It's like, hey, stop pussy, it. stop throwing stop that Stop throwing the dirt, idiot. Fucking throw a fastball right down the middle, pussy. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, here's the other thing. We don't, for all we know, there could have been a lot of guys that never tested positive. There could be a lot of guys right now that are taking steroids, and we just don't. Who are some guys, before you hear your stats, who are some guys that would break your heart? That it, Albert Pujols. Albert is really the only one for me. Um, maybe. Maybe. It wouldn't, I mean, again, wouldn't shock me just because of the nature of baseball. But, yeah, he's the only one, really. I mean, really. like, King Griffey Jr., he's like, the, he's like the beacon of hope. It's like, hey, you didn't have to do it, and then... Maybe he didn't. I don't know. He, he was, was also extremely injured, which yeah. goes against a very strong, yeah, um, and positive. Ken Junior's just got the most god-given talent of any baseball yeah. player that ever lived. So a he's huge, just like I'm so sick. What of I was this. trying to a huge incentive of taking steroids is availability. Yeah. He was mm-hmm. never available, so yeah, and he still had like six. Yeah, he still had tons fuck. of tanks, and wasn't the look of a juice head. Nope. Um, okay. Uh, a lot of these are going to revolve around Barry Bonds' 2004 season, which is one of the most absurd seasons anyone's ever had. 2004, Barry Bonds reached bases more times than he had at-bats. He had 617 plate appearances, 129 hits, uh, 129 hits on 372 three at-bats, 232 walks, got hit nine times, got on base it's a good slugging. by error six times. Good slugging. Uh, yeah. Got on base 376 times and 373 bats. OPS. OPS. Tough. That's a big one. Uh, Here's a weird one. Jeremy Gonzalez. uh, The most times a pitcher faced Bonds without allowing him to reach base, Jeremy Gonzalez, six times. Uh, Shouts out. Two years after his final season, Jeremy Gonzalez was struck by lightning and killed. So, just a fun fact about Jeremy Gonzalez. What? (laughs) The guy... The guy that has the most appearances against Bonds without letting him get on base was struck by lightning and killed? Yeah. 
keep him out of the hall. No. Six times is the most a pitcher faced him without letting him get on base. That's absurd. Yeah. That's absurd. Keep him out uh, of the hall. Barry Bonds is a witch. Only member of the 500 home run, 500 steel club, and the 400 home run, 400 steel club. Really? There's not? No, which is absurd. It's crazy. Wow. He's, he's the sole proprietor of both of those clubs. Pretty crazy. Wow. Uh, Hall of Famer Craig Biggio drove in 1,175 runs in his career. Barry Bonds drove in 1,174 on home runs alone in his career. <laughs> Craig Biggio played probably the same amount of seasons Bonds did, 20-plus years, I would imagine. Yeah. 18 to 20 years. Uh, this is per fan graphs. 2001 to 2004 war. Uh, Barry Bonds' war was 466 the New York Mets was 46.6, the Brewers 45.3, the Royals 31, the Tigers 30.9, uh, the Expos 30. I get all the I'm not very good at matching years with what year was the 73? 01? 01. Yeah. Okay. So, that was like his peak power hitting getting walked with the bases loaded era. It was somewhere in there. So, he had a higher war over that four season stretch than five other entire MLB teams, which is pretty absurd. That's uh, the all-time leader in intentional walks. He has 682. Second place, Hank Aaron, 293. So he has that record by, what's that math? 390-something? Almost 400 intentional walks more than the second place guy? He was intentionally walked with the bases loaded. He was intentionally walked with nobody on, I think, like 29 times in his career. <laughs> They're just like... Nobody out, nobody on. Just put him on. I'm not going to deal with it. Oh, man. How many home runs do you have? 700 or something? 762. Rally killer, honestly. Barry Bonds, yeah. the rally killer. Yeah. Um, also, rally starter, though. Getting walked, <laughs> intentionally walked correct. with nobody out, nobody on. Guy got on fucking base. Rally starter, too, to be fair. Bonds had 12,606 plate appearances career. 26.3 of those ended with a home run or a walk. A quarter of the time he went up there, he had a home run or he walked. Hate the new game. Three outcome game. From 01 to 04, 40% of the time he had a home run or he walked. 39.5% of his plate appearances from 01 to 04 ended in a home run or a walk. I've never in my life That's seen... That's fucking nuts! I've never in my life seen Barry Bonds not hit a home... I've never seen him, like, hit a single. Yeah, that's true. I don't know what that looks like. Yeah, that's I've never true. seen him, like, seen, like run. First no, like, like, aggressive turn around first. Yeah. So it was just him hitting 600-foot home runs, which... 62, kind of play, 62 plate appearances against arguably the best left-handed pitcher of all time, Randy Johnson. Johnson. Slash 306, 452, 551. For reference, Randy Johnson over his career against right-handed pitchers, they hit 224, 300, 362. Lefties against Randy Johnson in their career batted 199, 417 slugging. Or wait, which one's slugging which one's OPS? The last one's OPS. The last right? one's OPS, yeah. 417, 294 OPS. Bonds in 62 plate appearances at a 551 OPS against Randy Johnson. Hmm. Bonds versus lefties for his career, 289, 417, 569. Hmm. Impressive. Yeah, he's better against the best lefties of all time in the platoon disadvantage than righties. Correct. Than other right-handed batters against those. Correct. 
93 Yuck. to 07, which was Bond's entire career, I believe. He had more intentional walks than the entire Minnesota Twins, Texas Rangers, Chicago White Sox, Orioles, A's, Blue Jays, Royals, and Tigers organizations over the course of his career. Um, Yuck. 49.1% of Bond's career hits were extra base hits. <laughs> for, for reference. So I'm saying, I've never hit him. Babe Ruth was 47. Uh, Willie Mays was 40. Griffey's 42. Mays, 40. A-Rod, 40. Hank Aaron, 39. Stan Musial, 37. So Babe Ruth's the only guy that's even close to him in that regard. And Bond's played against real. When did Babe Ruth play? Uh, like 1910s to early 30s. When did Jackie Robinson break the color barrier? 45. I think... Babe I don't give a shit about like anything that happened before that. Yeah, I mean, I think I think he's much like Wilt Chamberlain. Like, obviously you're playing against worst competition, but the gap between him and the next guy is fucking absurd. Uh, there's some other really good players then, but yeah, it, to be taken with a grain of salt, but... His absolute dominance. You're playing against. You're playing against the dude. Walter Johnson, Cy Young, fucking. I don't know. Christy Matthewson. I would hit those losers to the moon. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean you're playing against the fucking butcher down the street. You're just getting to give the boys together. I don't give a shit about those. Uh, Go on. Uh, Age thirty. That's worse than steroids. He should be out of the Hall of Fame. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, let's just every year just like purge the earlier guys Seriously. out of the Hall of Fame. You're out. Uh, from age 39 to 42, he stole 21 bases and only caught once. Fun fact. So uh, Say that again? From age 39 to 42, he stole 21 bases and only caught once. So, crafty, good base stealer. Yeah. Um, four players in the history of the league have more than 30 intentional walks in a season. Um Hmm. Only four players have multiple seasons with 30-plus intentional walks. Do you want to guess other than Barry Bonds, who the other uh, three are? How, like how? Uh, two of them played when we were watching baseball. The other one is like 70s, 60s. Hmm. Uh, Bonds, uh, two people have done it twice. One guy's done it three times. Barry Bonds, 10 seasons with 30-plus <laughs> intentional walks. Yeah. They've, you know what? He's the ultimate decision. There like... are only 26 total individual seasons with 30-plus. Bonds has 10 of them. Yeah, people just said, fuck it. <laughs> We're just not doing this. Nothing for him. Uh, never won a World Series. Nope. Never did. Never did. Probably should have in 02 against the Angels. Angels. That's the only one he made it to, I believe. Yeah, I think so. Uh, Tim they, Salmon. They should have made it against the Braves. Braves. Like his last year at the Pirates, I think. They won on like a crazy walk-off play at the plate Let's in the see. NLCS, I think. Intentional walks. I kind of want to say Albert. Yep, he's the second. He's the only player with more than two. Pools three times, 30-plus intentional walks in the season. One of these is going to surprise you. I believe both these players have won MVPs. Both of them played first base. Both of them are left-handed hitters. Um, I don't know why this is coming to mind. But one, one's a Hall of Famer. One, I assume, will not be. He, I, I believe, is retired. I can only say Prince Fielder for some no, reason. No, you're in the right ballpark. Okay. That's what I was thinking of. When, you, player, when you kept saying those, like, same this is time Prince frame, Fielder. I don't know. Brian Howard. That makes sense. And Willie McCovey. So, Giants players. Get intentionally walked. Yeah. Okay. Um, during Bonds' first seven years, only his Pittsburgh days, he had a higher war than these Hall of Famers' entire careers over his first seven Higher than Orlando Cepeda, 17-season career. Larry Doby, 13 seasons. Ralph Kiner, 10. 
Nellie Fox, 19 seasons. Jim Rice, 16 seasons. Lou Brock, 19 seasons. His first seven years, EHI had a higher war than all those guys ended with for their career, which is an accumulative wins above replacement stat. The longer you play, the higher your war is going to be. Not a Hall of Famer. Bonds has more home runs than Alfonso Soriano and Daryl Strawberry combined, more than Jason Giambi, George Brett combined, Ernie Banks, Lou Whitaker combined, Carlton Fisk, Jim Rice combined. There's a bunch of combinations of Hall of Fame players. Oh, yeah. I more mean, home runs than by himself. Yeah. I almost said 800. Here's the crazy shit. Bonds' career war is higher than Ken Griffey Jr. and Johnny Bench's combined. Those two guys are arguably the best, best of all catcher. time at their position. Yeah, best catcher and maybe best. Higher so career you know. war than Pete Rose and Ozzie Smith combined. Higher war a lot of hits. than Jeff Bagwell, Rod Carew combined. Guy that's got in the Hall of Fame. Higher war than Joe Maurer, Jeff Kent, David Ortiz combined. I think David Ortiz is overrated a little bit, but... Best DH of all time, probably. Um, but yeah, Probably. So. Probably. Barry Bonds' career high for strikeouts in the season was 102. Um, that's the only time he ever struck out over 100 times. A-Rod did that 13 times. Griffey Jr. did that five times. Trout's done it seven times. I think Howard just did it for the first time, which uh, was sad. Maybe. Um, Mays only did it once. Babe Ruth, zero times struck out over 100 times. That's because they were throwing 75. Uh, Hank Aaron, also zero 100 strikeout seasons. Uh, this is a little math I did in my head. Uh, at this pace, if you extrapolate it over a 22-year career, um, Barry Bonds finished his career with 1,539 strikeouts. Joey Gallo would finish with 2,781 strikeouts if you extrapolate his career over the same length as Barry Bonds is. Um, this season alone, 145 guys strike out of 100 times in MLB in 2021. Damn. So that's wonder, a lot. Do you have any stats on who performed the best against Bonds? I don't. I should. Should should have looked. I didn't. Would have probably been in a very very small sample, but don't know. Should have looked. Someone who has like you know twenty five thirty at bats against him, and he's nice. You know, didn't find it. Only has five four or five hits. Uh, Journeyman reliever Guillermo Mota closed Mm -hmm. for a few different teams in NL West. Bonds had nine plate appearances against him. One for one with the home run, eight walks, five intentional, perfect five thousand OPS. I was I was ready for like. Nine for nine, seven home runs. Nine plate appearances, one for one with a home run. Walked or intentionally walked every single other at bat. Um, 0-1 to 0-4, more intentional walks than any team combined in baseball. For sure, yeah. In yeah, people get mad that they walked. I'm like, we want to see him in a fucking tank! Yeah, pussy! Yeah. Uh, in the history of the Giants, the Giants have been a team since 1883, Bonds, Mays, McCovey have 12% of the home runs in the franchise's history since wow. 1883. Those three guys account for 12%. Since 1883. Those three combined for 12% of all the home runs in the oh history of Lord. the Giants organization. I wonder I wonder some like individual crazy like crazy individual game shit like yeah. 0 for 0 five intentional walks type yeah. of shit. Like Probably some. That, those would be fun to find. Those stuff Here's like the fucking this is Absurd. 2001 to 2004, Barry Bonds played 573 games. He reached base in 94% of those games. 539 of the 573 he got on base of those games. That's absurd. Most feared athlete of all time, probably. This stat is a little outdated, but I'd assume they haven't caught up much. Barry Bonds finished his career with 688 intentional walks, 
5.5% of his at-bats, 12,600 plate appearances. The Tampa Bay Devil Rays franchise history has 586, 127,000 plate appearances, 0.4% of uh, Tampa Bay Devil Rays at-bats and an intentional walks. In the history, I mean, of, yeah, in the history can, of their their team. We could do it all day. Like he's... 127,000 plate appearances. He has 12,000. He has mm, 100 more intentional walks. <laughs> yeah, because... No one's walking down. Who else is on those teams? Matt Williams... And like um, Kent, JT Kent, Snow, JT Snow Aurelia, Grissom, Rich Aurelia, I'm only like outfielders for that. Marquis Grissom played outfield for yeah. a while. Um, I don't know. Just like they should have, they should have had seasons with like 150 RBIs. Yeah, it's like Trout now. You know what I mean? Like There's, it's, it's like how are we not getting this guy in the World Series every single year? He's unbelievable. Okay, 2004 season. Bonds is intentional walks. He had more intentional walks in 04 than the American League leader in regular walks had normal walks. They were trying to not walk him. Yeah. Uh, he reached base more times than he had at bats. He led the league in war, offensive war, on-base percentage, slugging percentage, OPS, walks, adjusted OPS+, plus, runs created. Every fucking stat. He never had a triple crown, though. But every... Loser shit. Every single nerd metric you can imagine, he led... Yeah, uh, I guess here's 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 the crazy shit. Oh, now the crazy shit's happening. Hundreds in, in his 2004 season. If you played uh, 162 games and you went two for five with a single and a home run, you would still have a worse OPS than Barry Bonds had in 2004. If he had two for five, single and a home run every single game, 162 games, your OPS would be worse. I than walked Barry a lot. Bonds was in 04. I walked a lot. That's fucking crazy. Bonds from 2000 to 2014 was fifth in war. He retired in 2007. <laughs> Are you telling me this guy was good? Barry Bonds' on-base percentage and OPS in his age 42 season, his final year in the league, would have led the MLB in 2021. Barry Bonds was blackballed. He would have had the league lead in OBP and OBPS this year. After his age 42 season, he got zero contract offers to come back. Um, yeah. Uh, a Black lot of those... Ball. Oh, 100%. A lot of those stats when he was older, it's, it's like, you don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it, it still happened, though. He was 42 and got better, though. I understand that, but you know. there's a lot of guys on steroids who got 42 that weren't having a 2021 type of legal league and OPS type of season. Yeah. Uh yeah, that's all I got. That's that's the that's the Barry Bonds stats. You know what my dad always hated about Barry Bonds? His earring. No. Oh, probably, but no. Um, he hated how much gear he wore up to the plate. He had the big elbow guard. He had gigantic elbow guard, like all this shit. He just crowded the plate like a motherfucker. He's like this fucking pussy's up there. Guys, he's got his robot, robot right arm just hanging it over the plate. No option. Be a man. Throw it somewhere. <laughs> Pitch a two-me loser. Throw it somewhere. I'm going to hit it in the cove, baby. Low, high, inside, outside. Oh, I'm 900 feet. He hated his big elbow guard. Hey, right Just now. hanging that shit over the plate. Yeah. Barry Bonds, good at, good at baseball. Live reaction. Barry Bonds, home run at Yankee Stadium. Oh, I just watched this the other day. I don't see it come down. No, I don't think it ever does. Who's it off? Who's he uh, hit it off? I don't know. You know what's crazy? I watched this video a couple days ago. 
when all the Hall of Fame stuff was happening. You know what's crazy? I don't know who fucking fans are at Yankee Stadium. They go nuts. Yeah. They go I, absurd for an opposing player hitting a yeah. 600-foot home run in their park. I don't know what year this is either. Uh, lefties. Bang! <laughs> oh, my God! Forget about it indeed. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, what a freak show. Yeah. If you can't tell me, you're like, ah, oh, that sucks. You Baseball know what's not talked bad. about enough? I want to watch You it. know what's not know. fucking talked about enough? He hit 762 home runs in San Francisco. Yeah, with the, the, mo- the least hitter-friendly park in all of baseball. The um, power alley in his pole side is like 450 feet. Correct. Uh, and you've got wind coming off the water basically every single game. I mean... Uh, he didn't play all... They played, I think, a candlestick for part of his career, but still... Uh, oh, 01, they played there. The year he, set, he hit 73 home runs playing in that park. So Nuts. Pretty good. The one, I don't know which one it was. Maybe the one that broke the all-time record. Just as deep in that park as you can get. Yeah. Just Tim into the... Bassick. I remember his name. The guy that he hit it off. Run. I think he played like two seasons. How much time did he have left? Or no, I'm thinking of the 73. How, how many games did he have left to hit? Uh, to break it. Obviously, he broke it by three. Yeah. Yeah. Like know. how... Bang... Oh, I will. I remember watching. I'll never forget watching this. Yeah. Baseball, so it was the thing. Like it would cut away from shit to watch Bonds at bats. Yes. Like cut away from other games. Cut away from other sports. Yes. Like we're going to Bonds. The biggest thing happening in the world. He's hitting. Mm-hmm. And most of the time, it was like, oh, they're just walking him again. Best to ever do it. Get fucked if you don't think so. Sorry, Wes. Nope. I'll get fucked. Best to ever do it. Nope. Willie Mays can kick rocks. Pretty good, though. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, we can move on. You got some NFL this week. Yeah, we're going to play. Go Rams. Conference championship. Championship Sunday. So, it's it's nothing stopping the Rams from being a fucking dynasty now, baby. You got the players. Tom's out of the way. Rodgers is going to go to the Broncos. The best we have, the best quarterback in the NFC. You got the... Do you? I don't know. I just said that. Yeah. Is it? Top five. Um, Top five in the NFC, you think? Uh, let's see. <laughs> Top five. Um, let's see. Uh, for sure better than all those idiots. Rodgers is going to be gone. Um, better than those. Brady's gone. Better than those. Yeah, not even close. Yeah, probably. Probably. Brady's gone. Rodgers is going to be a Bronco. You have Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray. Kirk Cousins, Dak Prescott. Yeah. Best quarterback in the NFC. NFC goes through LA. It do. The haters are shook. It do. However. However. Huge roadblock. This weekend, they own them. I've been saying it all year. They own them. Beat them twice. Beat them seven times in a row. Six times six in a row. Six times in a row. Hard to beat a team seven times in Hard a row, to, I've that's, said. People say that. Hard to beat teams three times in a year. Hard to beat a team seven times in a row. Tough. It's a tough spot. Gonna have to stop the run. That's the. It's yeah. obviously. It's like got to blitz Tom Brady. Yeah, got to San Francisco. Got to stop the run. Yeah, I know. We got to stop yeah. the run. It's yeah. hard. They're yeah, good at it. it. We get it. It's what they do. Uh, the, all the different stuff they do with Debo. They they they're not a traditional the way they run the ball. They have a lot of different looks, a lot of different formations, a lot of yeah, Kyle a lot Shanahan of tricky is stuff. He's, he's good at moving those chess pieces around. Excellent. He's good schemer. at creating advantage. Excellent schemer of offense. 
Um, yeah, gonna be a tough game. Uh, we don't have to start there though. It is the second game. Who's that? Sinking putts. Your guy Ryan. Ryan Palmer. Let's go. Um, gonna be rich. Yeah. Um, Cash it. We can start. We can do. No, let's do AFC first. You're right because I think it's the first game. I yeah. think we. That's true, and I think we're both pretty confident that Cincinnati could keep it close, but doesn't really have a chance to win the game. I. Hmm. I don't say stunned. I would be extremely surprised if Cincinnati won this game. Me too. In Arrowhead, second-year quarterback, good quarterback, but second-year quarterback, I think, is it's going to be tough sledding, I think. I would agree. They, I don't think they were the better team against the Titans. Mm, I don't think they... He got sacked nine times. Got sacked um, nine times. Burrow I mean, Tannehill fine. Turned the ball over. Tannehill just kind of gave it to him. You gotta just got a few nice drives. Possession. Yeah, they got obliterated on the offensive line. They the drive out of halftime was nice. They scored there, but yeah, Tannehill turned it over. Possibly they turned over the first play of the game, like the biggest momentum, just like killer of all time. Yeah. First play of the game throws a pick. Going in in the red zone inside the ten throws a pick. And, and then, then at the end to of the lose game. the game, like three, could you have three worse situations no, for a turn? I mean, he. I don't think they were the better team. You could argue that the Raiders kind of got fucked as well. I picked the Bengals to beat them. I think they're a better team, but that was very close. I think they're really skirting by, and I think they're going to get boat raced this weekend. So I think their offense is good enough, and I think one thing that is a huge weakness of theirs that Tennessee was able to exploit is that they give up more sacks than basically any good team in the NFL. Their offensive line is bad. They give a ton of sacks, but it is bad. Kansas City is one of the worst pass rushes. They do not get after the quarterback very well at all. They're, they're both like, I think they have the 26th worst O-line giving up sacks. Kansas City is like the 26th fewest sacks in the NFL, so I don't think they can take advantage of that like Tennessee, who you could argue has the best defensive line, maybe one of the best pass rushes in the entire NFL. So I think Burrow's going to have more time. Whether that's going to matter, I don't know. Um, it looks like Trey Hendrickson's going to play, which is huge. The D tackle is out, but looks like I think Teron Matthews going to play. It's I don't think that Kansas City's nearly the running team that Tennessee is, obviously either. So I don't think no. it will matter as much. But I don't think they can win. I I think the number's about right. I would say Kansas City by a touchdown, I think. Yeah. I, the number's fair for sure. I mean, it's – they – yeah, I mean, it's it, – it'll probably end up on a touchdown. They made the line that they're – they have voodoo magic. I think it'll they'll win by a touchdown. There. I don't think it'll feel like Cincinnati really has a chance to win the entire time. That's probably fair. I think they – I think they put it on them. I think they put it on them. Okay. I, I'll, I don't, both kind of on the same page. Yeah. Just you're a little more confident about it. Yeah. Uh, I will be teasing the Chiefs. Chiefs down. With the 49ers. How could it lose? How could it lose? Honestly, how could it lose? The, the can't lose tease of the week. The the conference champ can't lose tease. Yeah. Yeah. What would be – how? what's a path? What's a path for Cincinnati to keep it? I mean uh, – Mixon probably? I mean, to, they have uh, – Yeah, the – they run they the ball effectively. Just they just beat him. They In run Cincinnati. the ball effectively, control control the line of scrimmage on offense, and then they just get two interceptions out of Mahomes. 
if the if the Chiefs turn it over, they got a shot. That's all, that's like every game ever. But if they get Mahomes being a little loose, uh, tipped pass here and there, get get after the quarterback, collapse the pocket a little bit, and force some turnovers. That's the path. That's the way you beat teams that are better than you. You turn them over. Yeah. I don't think Mahomes is going to turn it over. No, I don't think so either. I think he is as dialed in as I've ever seen him. Yeah. And I think Arrowhead is one of the few home field advantages that matter. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be very – pile on top of a very poor offensive line. Yeah. A lack of communication. Yep. I could see a bunch of false starts and shit like that. Yep. Um, definitely helps the pass rush. So, I'm on Kansas City. I think – If I was going to bet a side, I would bet Kansas City, to be it clear. Open seven. I th- it's been – Teetering back and forth on seven, seven and a half. Seven this morning, so. Yeah. Um, I will be on the Chiefs. Yeah, me too, probably. Not too heavy. I, I don't, I'm not crazy confident, but I think they win by 10 or 14 or yep. something like that. I think it's pretty comfortable. Let's go West. interesting match. Let's go West. The trio, the rubber match. Well, not even the rubber match because mm. San Francisco has won the season series one way or another. Um the one that matters, though. Yeah. It gives me big vibes of uh, Tampa, New Orleans, just because it happened most recently. New Orleans beat them twice in the regular season and then got beat pretty handily in the playoffs. Hopefully that happens. Better quarterback. Mm, hopefully Trent Williams doesn't play. That would be huge. I mean, huge. He's yeah, probably I mean, the best it would lineman be, in the league. It would be, you know, be kind of a carbon copy of last week. Worf's. Williams, he's best at, tackle on both best, teams out. At best, he's going to play really banged up. Yeah, best tackle on both teams is out. That's just an absolute perfect, perfect. Licking your chops for Miller, Floyd off the edge, and then that kind of forces you to go one-on-one with Donald up the middle, and that's just a recipe. Someone's winning that matchup. One of those guys is going to get home. Yeah. And we've seen Jimmy G They're make some take it truly – They're going to take it out of his hands as much as possible. Yeah, they're going to have to stop the run. That's that's it. That's the reason they've not been able to beat him this year. Obviously, they can get home. They can get to Jimmy G. They can force Jimmy G to make mistakes, but can they stop the run? Can they get them in third and longs? That's going to be the key. Because if, if, if you're getting Jimmy G in third and long all game, I'm going to take my chances. I like I like my guys. Yeah. I don't think there's that much. I, I am not going to be – I have a future for the Rams to win the Super Bowl. I'm not going to be – So do I. And I th- – and to win the NFC, and I think the number feels right. It feels, it feels too high. The half feels like it, it should be three or two and a half. I think. I agree. It feels like it'll be a close game. I feel like Vegas is telling me that the Rams, Rams are gonna win. Yeah, I agree. Um, I don't think there's that much to talk about for the game. Honestly, I do want to talk. What is the, what is the, um, I guess public perception of these coaches? going to be if they either win or lose this game and then lose in the Super Bowl. It would be both of their second time in the Super Bowl. And if they lose that, losing twice. I I remember like when golf was going through a tough time after the Super Bowl, kind of the Super Bowl hangover, and everyone was like, dude, McVay out? Are we thinking? It's like, I don't think so. I don't think so, guys. Like fired? No, no, no. I'm saying or like he wants to leave. Like no, no, I'm saying like it's he's not the boy wonder we thought. People he are was. very quick to put like loser. People tags. are reactionary when they're talking about sports. People are quick to put loser tags on people, and it's like 
It's hard. It's fucking one team. One wins. team wins. It's really hard. And like Andy if Sean Reed, McVay, Andy Reid was the biggest loser ever. Correct. Until he wasn't. It's just like damn. Get the quarterback. That's all it is, guys. This is tough. McVay, you lost to Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes. Tough titty. That sucks. Not many teams would have beat him. Yeah. Tom Brady comes for us all. You lose to him. You just don't beat him. It's really tough. Same thing with Shanahan. You lose to Mahomes twice. I had Jimmy G, you had Mahomes. We were at a distinct disadvantage. And yeah. the first time, I don't know what will happen this time, the first time we were within one inch of Jimmy G throwing that ball a little better of us beating One you. overthrow. Had they had An it. overthrow by literal centimeters from us beating you in that game. Yeah, I'm just ready for the McVay's a loser, can't get it done in the big. I, I feel like smart people, if you lose to the best quarterback in the NFL, they're like, yeah. After this, after when they put up, what they lose to the Patriots? 13-3? Yeah. After that game, he's the offensive guy. He's, I mean, he... Yeah, I think it's a little fair when your thing is offense and you put up just easily one of the worst offensive performances we've seen in the Super Bowl. One of the most anemic offensive performances. I think that's fair to be like, hey, guys. Jericho. I mean, you know, he's, he's not God. He's not perfect. He does some stuff wrong. But he's also a super young coach. And the fact that you're even in the Super Bowl at that age with a quarterback who I think at the time was probably not in the top half of the league... If he was, he was right around 15th best starting quarterback in the yeah, NFL. In that area, That's yeah. pretty impressive, I think. So. Yeah. Yeah. What will the line be? I, obviously, we think the Chiefs are going to win. What would the line be against either of those two? Um, I think uh, I bet th- three points against L.A., four points against San Francisco, maybe. No, probably about the same, I think. I think they're both be the Chiefs, three and a half. For if the both. Chiefs play San Francisco and the line is like three to four, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice. But did they cover? Did they even cover last time they played? They probably didn't cover. I bet San Francisco covered that game. I don't remember what the final score was, but. Uh, I'm talking about the last year's Super Bowl. I was like, oh, dude, the Chiefs are way better. Oh, yeah, yes, yes. I yes. will responsibly. Hammer the other team, whoever plays I'll, Kansas City. I'll be on the Chiefs now. I don't think I can keep up. Oh, so you're saying you fool me once, but the third time, then if they get fucked over again, I'm on the Chiefs. 100. percent Another little tidbit: uh, when Cincinnati beat Kansas City earlier, Orlando Brown, the starting left tackle, did not play for Kansas City. He will be playing in this game, so the pass rush should be a little less. That's good. So. so that's good. Little. Nugget there if you think in Julian and Chiefs or if I'm you're a big dumb fish, I'll take to the both favorites. <sighs> yeah, yeah, me too, probably. I'm teasing San Francisco, like I, I said, might do down that to too. nine and a half. I might do that too to kind of middle because I, I have a I have a future on the Rams and maybe I can try to middle it with a with a tease, maybe. Hopefully the Chiefs I, can get uh, it done and I can have a nice little I don't there I just it. San Francisco is one San Francisco similar to Tennessee. The way they play, it's hard to blow them out. Solid defense, run the ball a ton. As long as Jimmy G doesn't turn it over, I opponent. don't see him losing by more than a touchdown. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they've beat him twice already. Why Why would we assume they're going to get beat by a lot now? It doesn't make any sense. Um, yeah, so we're both on the favorites. They're I think, 17 at halftime. I think uh, Rams Chiefs would be really fun. Stafford in the Super Bowl. Would be fun. Yeah, Stafford's a Sta- loser. Stafford's he's a loser. Pivotal moment. Can't, I mean, can't get it done. Yeah, I mean that's the reactionary shit we're talking about. You're a loser until you win the Super Bowl, and then your entire ten years of what you did before that's not the same. And we're gonna look at it with a completely different viewpoint. And uh, 
I mean, it's kind of fair. It's like, that's just the nature of the beast. Whether we're right or wrong, all this shit is not real. We're just bullshit. It's all yeah. not that important. Yeah. Yeah. Um, got a little time left. I think that's good on football. There's not that much to talk about, honestly. I made a list of NBA hot takes. Good. I want to talk a little NBA to close it out. Uh, first, real quick, fan vote for the All-Star Game. Take it away. We We lost our privileges... Uh, it's like the little kid. You can you can you can use the BB gun. You can use the BB. It. You can use the BB gun Why until not? you shoot your cousin in the arm. Then no more BB gun. Who's it for? Andrew Wiggins. What's the All Star Game for? Here's my thing. I don't want basically it to be a NBA team social media campaign contest, which is essentially what it boiled down to. Because I don't think it's the fans as a whole thought Andrew Wiggins should be an all-star. I think it's that Golden State did a very good job of getting their fans to vote for Andrew Wiggins. I don't think that's a problem. He, Here's the does, thing. Does he deserve to be an all-star? No. You don't think so? No. Not even not even as a reserve. I don't need – no. I don't – he's – the 27th leading scorer in the NBA this year? Like, he's the fourth best player on his team? Who's getting snubbed? Be a really good player gets snubbed for him. Yeah. There's going to be a, someone very good that I'm is having a great it. season. I'm fine with it. I don't think that's it's that big of a deal. Although, if we're doing this whole legacy shit and we're doing this thing, this is the shit that determines, like, basketball is the best and the most fun to argue legacy career this is the shit whenever it's all said and done that we argue why guys are better than other guys and we're going to forget the context that andrew wiggins got in when he shouldn't have and so we're going to view to be fair i don't know who people on draymond green whoever people on these fringes though probably aren't in that conversation well i'm i mean Maybe, but it could be a younger guy. It could be a guy that would be his first all-star appearance. He's going to finish with one fewer than he should have. I don't know. Um, Potentially. I don't know. It's just, I just got done saying this stuff's not important, but if we do think it's important and we do hold it what kind I don't of sacred, like about it I think. Is that it, uh, fans should get to vote. It should be a lower percentage. And if Adam Silver wants just to be like, hey, guys, uh, I understand that Andrew Wiggins won, but we're just, we're not going to do that. It's, uh, we're, he's, no, we're not going to do that. Uh what I don't like about it is that it can mess with like incentive stuff and contracts yes. and like getting yes. getting that stuff changed. Correct. Which again, people on those fringes, it might not matter, but it probably does. There's probably some of that in every contract. Yes, I would um, imagine that is so absolutely the case. That's a bummer. If like, there's a really if good Dejounte player. Murray doesn't get in the All Star game now, who's just been by every metric better than Andrew Wiggins this year, that'll be upsetting. I mean, someone yeah. like that's just going to get kind of screwed over in the. In the argument of like all time players, like he's just not going to be in that argument, so that's no. probably not going to matter. It's like those fringe guys, but but it, I mean, it's a fair for Dejounte Murray, that could be the difference of him getting in the Hall of Fame versus not getting in the Hall of Fame one day. Because he's DeJounte young, Murray? and I think this is the start of his prime. I don't know what kind of career yeah, he will a lot have. Can change but in the NBA. A lot can change. I mean, he gets in a different situation. We see, but with yeah. like Matt Stafford, like your situation can change your and your entire perception of. But what you've done for like a second or third or, or third year player, it could it could be the first of like ten in a row, which could be a difference down exactly. the road. Which is that's f- like if Anthony fair. Edwards doesn't get in the All Star game, who I think is, that is fair. poised to be a Hall of Fame caliber player, and Andrew Wiggins got in instead. What are we doing? Also, outside of that, it is a game for the fans. It's basically a fuck off. 
I'm but although now they've made it to where it is competitive and fun to watch. Yeah. Last year wasn't just because it was a blowout, but um, they've adjusted the format to make it less of that, which is appreciated. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's not that big a deal, but when when is it going to get changed? When there's like, when when there's like a bit, like they get some like tenth I man remember, in. I remember. No, it's there's some with the Warriors. They do a very good job because I remember. A few years ago, it came like down to the wire, like three weeks out, like Zaza Pachulia was going to start the fucking All-Star game. And we're like, what are we doing? That's when Adam Silver's like, we're not doing this. No, we're not. (laughs) Zaza, you're not starting the All-Star game. Um, You're not even invited. Wiggins is good. Like, good for Andrew Wiggins. Andrew Wiggins has been one of the most shit on athletes of all time. Guy that's been called a bust, where if you look at his career stats, he's like averaging like 20 points a game for his career. Good for Andrew Wiggins. Agreed. It's not an Andrew Wiggins thing. It's a system thing. I'm glad Andrew Wiggins is going to be in the All-Star game. Do I think he's been one of the 12 best Western Conference players this season? No, I do not. Probably not. But good for Andrew Wiggins. I wish nothing but good things for him. I agree. And that kind of brings me to a point that I want to talk about. The trade of Andrew Wiggins to the Warriors for... D'Angelo Russell and a first-round pick? Is that basically the framework? I think that There was, might have been some other movings. Yeah. Uh, role players, other picks involved. Uh, and that pick, am I wrong? That's turned out to be Jonathan Kaminga. It was either Kaminga or Moses Moody. I don't know which Pretty one. Pretty sure it was, was Kaminga. I think I saw it was Kaminga. Probably. Yeah, I think so. Um, and I brought it up, and you was like, and I said, huge win for the Warriors, obviously. And you're like, well... You know, the Timberwolves have been pretty good. Win for the Warriors, I wouldn't say huge win for the Warriors, I guess would be my point. I think Russell has been good this year. Russell has bought in and been playing defense and doing all the stuff you want Russell to do. So, and but, yeah, Wiggins is an all-star this year. Kuminga's looking to be a solid NBA player. Um, Kuminga would fit in really nicely with this Wolves team. But the bigger point that what's their record like? Five hundred. They're competitive. They're like the sixth seed in the West right now. It, six or seven seed. It thus far has kept Carl Anthony Towns in Minnesota. It, D'Angelo Russell is yes. his buddy. That was a huge factor. They're playing together. They seem to be fairly happy. Edwards has kind of infused some youth, some talent into this team. They're playing pretty well. I'm surprised. I think I have a new phase for teams. Okay. And it's the it's the kind of the Chicago Bulls phase of right now. Okay. It's like these Timberwolves have in the NBA it's very much like championship or you're the worst team in the league like bust. I feel like you don't want to be in that middle ground. I know. But I think you really you do kind of. If you're the Minnesota Timberwolves and you've sucked this bad for this long, that's what I'm saying. It's different. It's fine. It's a different thing. It's fine. I think. And the Bulls, they're like they can't get a free agent. Everyone hates the Bulls. Like the as far as players, they don't want to come play here because of prior owner or uh, management running the team. There's a really bad reputation. Rebuilding that is not a bad thing. I think going from really really awful to the very top n- almost never happens. And it's nice. Good for the Timberwolves. Yeah. Did they th- lose like, that trade? 
yes, on paper, yes. But it's been nice for them. But here's the thing. is like, Does Andrew Wiggins do what he's doing now if he stays in Minnesota? Probably not. No, probably does D'Angelo Russell help the Warriors at all if he stays there? Probably not. Better fit. It's working. Like it's it's you know like if you look at the assets in terms of like a total yeah but I think it was good for both teams and I think if you're a Minnesota if you're a Sacramento if you're a organization that's historically sucked I think there is value to being a playoff caliber team because yeah. you have to build that baseline you don't just get to go fifteen wins you get to three the, draft picks to the Bucks like you don't to the guys I got. I got I hate to break it to you. If you look historically, these team when's the last team a team intentionally tanked that turned into a championship team that won the NBA Finals? I don't think it's ever happened. A you know that, better than me. A team that literally tanked. Golden State did not tank. They were good. They hit on their picks. They won. Milwaukee never tanked. They were an eight seed. Drafted Giannis. Kind of lucky. They won. Toronto never tanked. Uh, on and on. Cavs. Didn't intentionally tank. LeBron left. They got Kyrie. Yada, yada, yada. I mean, yeah. teams that are intentionally doing this, it never seems to result in a championship caliber team. What I'm trying to say is these. I'm happy for the Timberwolves and some of these other teams getting a taste of, of some – I think like the Kings, it's just like, dude. Blow it up for the fifth time in a row? It'd be – I I follow shout out Chris Dewar. I follow him on Twitter. He's does the uh regional high school sports uh in my area. Massive massive Sacramento Kings fan and just to watch his just to have been a fan and the last time you were in a meaningful playoff series was 0-1 against the Lakers in a series got, that it, it seems to be proven rigged. that the refs <laughs> rigged it against you and you lost. And that's I think they made it again in like oh four and like lost in the first round, maybe. I think that's the last time Just oh two thousand two thousand four when eight teams per conference make the playoffs Just and you haven't see. made it since then is Almost impossible. Just to see him be just his tortured soul on Twitter every night when the Kings play. It's just It'd be nice. They're 18 and 32, and they were trying. They're not trying to tank. They're trying to win and they're yeah. eighteen and thirty-two. Yeah. Disgusting. Yeah. So I'm happy for the Timberwolves and the Bulls getting a reju. And the point is they have literally no chance to even go to, like, a conference. Eh, bull, maybe the Bulls. But they have, don't have a chance to win the finals. But they're happy to be there. No, and I think, it's especially been so for long, Chicago, this sets you up to get a guy that could get you there. Yeah. Guys, look to, at this. Look what we're doing here. It's not the worst. We're not complete and total idiots. Look at this. This is not, this is not the Bulls of, of the last 10 years that... At the All-Star game, the entire crowd was crowded around 20 degrees. They're chanting, fire everybody, basically. <laughs> Not a great look. Yeah, and it's kind of uh, – Minnesota's kind of done a shuffling. of they got new ownership. Yep. They've got – so it's nice to see these teams A-Rod, kind, baby. Of, kind of building. Turning it around. New management for the Bulls. Things are things are working. Don't have a chance. But it's something nice to build on. It's yep. the Bulls phase. we got to – we're it's, we're turning it around. Yep. We're not tanking. We certainly can't win. But you know what? We're turning things around here. You want you want my list of hot takes? Yes, I, I want you, you to fire uh, them off. Uh, give it a scale of one to ten. Spicy peppers. Okay. Each one. I am How also going to formulate some hot takes in my head while you're reading these. Maybe I'll piggyback off what you have to say. Go ahead, fire. Nikola Jokic is the best player in the NBA. How hot is that take? I don't know if it's that hot. I disagree. But you could argue it. Sure. 
He's the best offensive big we've ever seen. I think that's undisputable. I'm going to say not that close, but because there's been some incredible players. But total yeah, package total offensively. The way, passes, the way he passes, the way the offense runs through him, he it's is incredible. Although Embiid's doing things as well that you rivals him at the exact incredible. same time. Joel Embiid has been incredible. I would, I would still – I might One season, one series, I'll still take um, – Giannis and Durant. Yeah, I, I. Yeah, but I'll hear it. I'll hear it at three. I I would love, I would love to see what Jokic would look like if you switched him and Giannis. I would love to see what the team's outcomes would look like if you flipped them. It would be interesting to me. Yeah, because I do think we've never seen Jokic play with a true championship caliber team before, and maybe Giannis is so good that he makes those guys that. I think are good, not great. Look like I mean Middleton and Holiday are great, great players, but um, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, we've never seen that Nuggets team really fully healthy. I think they could. I think he could. They yeah. could be. I think very it, similar. There's Porter not, Jr. We might not a, might just never happen. It might be that might be it. That might that may completely hamstring their future forever. They've already paid him. Yeah, they paid him a ton, That's and then he crazy. immediately immediately yeah, hurt his back. Surgery. Yeah, immediately hurt his back. So they, you can't pay him. Uh, based on what we know about ACLs, ja, or, uh, Jamal Murray's probably just going to be fine. Be fine, come back totally fine. But uh, you need a third guy. They need another guy. Um, maybe you could pawn Porter off on somebody else, get yeah. something back. Desperate. I don't know. But just Murray and Jokic, I don't know if that's enough. I think Aaron Gordon is a nice, like, fourth option. Yeah. Yeah. But he's not, like, a Fine. huge difference good, maker. As a, good piece. Good piece, yeah. Not, not moving the needle Okay, that was, that was pretty lukewarm. I, that's, I would put him at third right now. So, yeah. It's mild. Okay. Go on. Five peppers at a ten? Uh, at a ten. Four peppers? Four and a half peppers. Four and a half peppers at a ten? <laughs> yeah. Three and a half. I don't think that's that hot. He's very, he's very good. All around... One on one, the toughest player to guard in the NBA, so <laughs> Joel Embiid. The hardest player to guard in the entire NBA is Joel Embiid. The hardest player to stop from scoring the ball. I mean, it's still Durant, no? I get it. That's these are hot takes. Obviously, Durant is the is the go to answer. The shit that Joel Embiid you just is have doing, to double him. Joel Embiid in the post. I saw a side by side. You know how they used to do Kobe and Jordan with his footwork. And I mean, they did that with Joel Embiid and Jordan and Kobe. And I swear to God, it was the same. thing. I thought you were going to say like Elijah Wan or like someone like another big, which is kind of the same thing. True. Him and Elijah Wan, he is doing. He is this modern version of what Hakeem Olajuwon was, which is a guy that everyone who watched basketball in the nineties would have told you will never see anyone remotely like. Hakeem Olajuwon and Joel Embiid is basically doing all that. I think the defense is not quite as good as Olajuwon, but yeah. offensively stretches the floor. He's passing out of double teams and his footwork in the post. It's Jordan and Kobe like. It's crazy. His face up, dribble, turn, pivot, both shoulders, read the defense. It's insane. And then on top of good. that, he's five hundred pounds and seven foot eight, and will bowl right through shoots you. Shoots it well. Shoot. He's shooting fairly well. I think pretty well from outside. Shoots free throws well. Someone uh, was it? They were talking about him. I mean, you look like oh no, his teammate, his teammate, uh, Danny Green. He called him Shaquille O'Neal with footwork and touch. Kinda, (laughs) kinda, yeah. Uh, Shaq can move though. Yeah, didn't really have a lot of touch, but no. Shaquille O'Neal with footwork and touch, Danny Green. 
not, spot the lie. Not that many spicy peppers for me. No, him saying that. That's uh, your peppers. I'll go. He's uh, for sure top five. I'll go five and a half peppers because so it's, it's still it's still Durant. Jokic being okay, okay. Um, Embiid though, unbelievable. I don't know how Force. I don't know how you keep him from scoring thirty every single night. A a solid uh, positive note for Michael Porter. Joel Embiid, big back issue guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. F- doing fine. Mm-hmm. He couldn't even play back-to-backs for like three years. His career is absurd. Didn't start playing until he was like 16. Kansas legend. Moved to America. Gets hurt before the draft. He was going to be the number one overall pick. Falls to Philly. That was back when I Philly. wasn't really following Philly. the NBA 2 I was like, who's fucking Embiid? I don't... He did nothing. Who's this guy? Yeah, he's Hakeem Olajuwon. Yeah, uh, turns Philly... Out, turns out he is. Has had... Four top three picks since he's been there. They've missed on two completely, and then the other one is Ben Simmons. That kind of luck that you do that poorly on those picks. And the fact that Ben Simmons is a situation we've never seen before in the NBA. We've never seen anything like what's going on with him. A guy that's just literally throwing money away not to play because he doesn't want to play so bad. Yeah, it's pretty wild. absurd that – and, yeah, you got he undoubtedly would help them a lot if he played. Yeah, he's better than nobody, for sure. That's something we can get into, what they should do with that. Because, face it, he's 300-pound, 7-foot-tall moose. He's probably going to get hurt again at some point. Although, you he's gotta been like the model of durability. you got to capitalize on, since his first on seasons. This, this stretch. His, I mean, it seems he's, uh, he's really thrusting into his prime right yeah. now. It's, to not take advantage of this stretch of basketball from him would be... But the way the, league, the way the league moves now, how quickly a superstar can just go from okay, today's James the day, Harden, I want Joel Embiid. There's been a lot of a lot of talk, a lot of smoke. There was the talk that basically when he got traded from Houston, that trade was done, ready to go. He was going to Philly. It was just going to happen. And now you think, what if they just give that package to Brooklyn? Harden intentionally did not sign the uh, extension when he went to Brooklyn. He's still not signed his extension, so he's leaving his options open. There are reports that he does not like living in Brooklyn. He would like to live somewhere else. Saw that. Um, I don't know that Philly would really be the answer to that. It really doesn't make sense with those two other players, if we're being honest. No, but the thing is Kyrie's uh, only plays half the games, which makes it tough. You need him. Yeah. James Harden, I do think, to his credit, fits with about any other sure, player. Sure, no, they're just great basketball players, but just... It's only one ball. Yeah, one ball. Having, if you just swap I think you have that Simmons argument, but Harden. then we saw, we saw last year, when all three of those guys played, there was no one that was going to fucking touch yeah. them. They were going to yeah, absolutely really good. torch anybody. You just can't anybody. score as much as them. <laughs> no. We saw when all three of them were healthy, we're like, this is absolutely 2017 Warriors-esque. Yeah. But... Swap him and Ben Simmons, play a little defense, make yeah. a little tougher on Giannis in that series. Yeah. A little tougher I on Giannis. I just wonder if both Brooklyn and Philly are going to want to make the other team better. I don't know that they would want to do that. That series would be fun. It would be. Oh, that would be <laughs> spicy. Ben Simmons on Kevin Durant. That's as good a matchup as anyone on Kevin Durant. See how that no, would I'm go. talking make the trade and then play. So oh, yeah. Simmons. Ben Simmons would play with Kevin Durant. Yeah, you're right. Ben Simmons, Garden, and Bead. Ben Simmons just against Philly. And ben just... Simmons, Harden, ha- hounding Harden. Yeah, that would be fun. In uh, uh, 5.5. Embiid, hardest player to guard. Yeah, 
out of 10. This one's pretty hot. Let's hear it. The Miami Heat can win the NBA Finals this year. Sure. I think so. You think so? I figured you would think this was hotter than this. They're the number well, one seed in the think. East right now. They would no, have to be, they can't. They would have they to can. probably beat Brooklyn and Milwaukee. They've um, been injured. Maybe not. They get the one seed, they don't have to. They'll have to beat one of them. One more of them, than not likely. both. Yeah, I thought you said both. Mm, probably. I mean, right now they would have... Well, well that, that's it, assuming they get the two and the three, which it is not. Yeah, right now they're the four not, and the five. Which is not Cleveland's guaranteed. the three. Chicago's the two right now. I could see a scenario where Milwaukee and Brooklyn wind up on different sides. I don't think either of those teams give a fuck what seed they are. Yeah, I was uh, thinking just I was just assuming they were going to be the two and the three. Which, but even if you got to be Chicago, who I think is going to be a tough out in the playoffs. Yeah, or if you got to, we just talked about Embiid. Even if they don't pick anybody up, they're going to make a move. I don't know what the move or if the move will involve Ben Simmons, but a move is going to happen. Uh, got to beat Joel Embiid, but I, I think they've got all. Uh, is Jimmy Butler that guy? Is Jimmy Butler one of those guys? I mean, he's shown to be that guy. He took a worse team to the finals. Yeah, the bubble's a little weird. A little um, different. It's hard to parse out the data, what that tells us about these teams and those players. NBA but champion point guard, who's a dog. Jimmy Butler, dog. Bam we bo- Adebayo, we one both of love Bam. Versatile. They've been very injured. Defensive they have- bigs, yep. One PJ of the best Tucker. Sh- shooters in the league, P.J. Robinson, Tucker. Tyler Hero's having the best year of his career. Sick, great sixth man. A huge X factor that you brought up the other day, Victor Oladipo. Yeah. I Will he we'll play? See. I don't know. But anything this, is... This month he's supposed to come back. I don't know what version of him he'll be. I don't know what he'll give them. Anything added, uh, most likely off the bench, would Certainly be one huge. of the deepest teams. Yeah, Certainly a ton of depth. Absolutely there. It's just the high-end talent is Jimmy Butler, that caliber guy. One of the guy. few matchups that could trouble Giannis with Bam I think we've seen Miami was giving them trouble last yeah. year Milwaukee blew their doors off yeah. that felt like uh it felt like Giannis kind of breaking through his pistons sort of this yeah. team's kind of got my number really thing yeah um I think they could win I don't think I think they're absolutely could win I'll go what did you how did you put it the heat can win the finals win the NBA finals make it all the way through the east beat whoever comes out of the west so that would also involve They'd have to beat Golden State or Phoenix. I think it's a good matchup against the Suns, too. But obviously, Uh, they're... uh, How how many teams would you pick before them to win, though? Brooklyn, Milwaukee, Golden State, Phoenix. Fifth? Would they be the fifth team you'd pick to win? Mm, Memphis? I know Draymond is out right now. I'm kind of souring on on the Warriors. Nah. Steph's having the worst shooting stretch of his career. He'll bounce back. Yeah, um, yeah, probably fifth. So I'll I'll give that one like a six. Okay, get hotter. I need you to get okay. hot. Okay, th- get hot. Oh, uh, this one's not even hot. This one you're just gonna agree with. Uh, Utah Jazz should blow it up completely. They should trade everybody. Yeah, blow it up. One. We've yeah, we've reached maximum one altitude. Out of we've reached maximum altitude with Utah Jazz. Uh, we've seen it with a lot of teams. They're that team. Good, not great. Let me watch Donovan Mitchell play uh, for a real team. Not that so. Here's the difference. Not that they're in because they're definitely better than Minnesota, but the they can't win. No, they can't win. No. But the thing is, they've been there for five years. How long? Four or five years in that same pocket, and they still can't. Last win. year was the year. If they were going to do it, last year was the year. Yeah. They led the league in wins. They won like sixty games, I think. They were first in offensive and defensive rating, I think, or they were top five or something crazy like that. 
And Rudy Gobert is your second best player. It's not going to work. They got depl- they, they got picked apart by the Clippers. They got picked apart He's, by the Clippers. Him is your best player. I don't think it can work. No, Donovan Mitchell's great. Uh, I would love to see Donovan Mitchell play for a number of teams. Donovan yeah. Mitchell and Joel Embiid, dynasty. Hot. Dynasty. Dogs. Ben Simmons to Utah. Try scoring on Ben Simmons and Rudy Gobert. Yeah. Let's just make – let's do Good what luck. Toronto does. Let's make the weirdest team we can possibly make. Toronto, yeah. Cleveland, let's just get seven footers at every position. Good luck trying to score. They might, they might score 70 a night, though. Yeah, well, fuck it. We got to hit on the other three positions. Got to get a Darius Garland in there too, I guess. Um, yeah, I don't think I don't. They should. They should. Man, it's so tough. You you try and try and try to get players like Donovan. They're Mitchell. not getting any free agents. They better hit on another twelfth pick that ends up being Donovan Mitchell yeah, or whatever you, he was. You try so hard to get better. Players. Hit on another thirty fourth pick that Rudy Gobert was or some shit. They like won't. That. They won't blow it up because it's it's Utah. It's a Utah. And it's They're just so hard to ship. get players like that. They did the same thing with like, well, I guess they traded Darren Williams. That was more he and Jerry Sloan fucking hated each yeah, other though. Did. Which, yeah, I I don't think that I think that's like a two. Jerry Sloan of hot take. They're kind, not good enough to win, and dickhead. I don't see an opportunity for them to get over that hump with this team. Um, here's a piggyback off of that take, kind of John Stockton. Not a top thirty player in the history of the NBA. Not even close. Yeah, he's close, but not even a top thirty point guard. Fire that guy into the <laughs> sun. Yes. Fire that guy into the oh, sun. Oh yes. That guy yes. sucks. Couldn't dribble left handed. People forget that. No, he couldn't. Uh, Best point guard ever, though. Look up John Stockton highlights. There's it's just him like making just, layups. Yeah, it's just passing <laughs> to Carl Malone. Yeah, you just happen to play on the same team as the one of the best scorers of all time. The least likable duo in the history of the NBA. Yeah. Carl Malone, bad guy. Carl Malone, pregnant a 13-year-old. Bad John guy. John Stockton thinks that 150 healthy athletes have died from the vaccine. Two guys seem John like Stockton fun. John might hangs. be the most overrated player in the history of the league. Yeah. Yeah. Like, this is not even a bit. He's not good. Not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> John Stockton, you fucking suck. You couldn't dribble left-handed. He dribbled as well as I do left-handed. Yeah, he went right Spoiler, guys. He went right a lot. This dude just power dribbled his right hand and threw it to Carl Malone, and he made a basket. Smart player. Good passer. Wasn't really even a great shooter. Uh, All-time leader in assists and steals, though. That counts for something. Steals, we've said, is bullshit. Steals, it's a fake defense It's a fake. You're you're probably in bad defensive position. Yeah, just guard him. I can't. Can't guard him straight up. Uh, yeah, I have him as 37th all-time. Too high. Uh, so, Russell Westbrook or John Stockton all-time? Russell time. Westbrook! Yes! <laughs> yes! John Stockton, you're a loser! You're a fucking loser, John Stockton. Yeah, professional loser. Oh, the fact that you'd be that high, you'd be like Russell Westbrook, not even close. Threw you it. hate Russell Westbrook. Yeah. Threw it to better. Threw it to a good player to score. Here we go. How many Stinks. point guards do I... Well, if we move Russell Westbrook ahead, I mean, I have him ahead of Gary Payton and Walt Frazier. I could easily move those guys ahead. Walt Frazier won titles. Yeah. Gary Payton won Defensive Player of the Year as a point guard, which is impossible. Uh, Gary Payton. Stockton made two finals. Stockton is 11 times All-NBA, 10-time All-Star. He averaged 13 points a game for his career. Fuck off. He threw it to a good player. Fuck off. He threw it to a good player. 13, 10, two steals a game. Fuck off, John Stockton. He shot 38% from three. Get the fuck out of my face. I don't give a shit. Most overrated basketball player of all time. 
Chris, Chris Paul, miles better. I can't describe the gap between Chris Paul and John Stockton. This one, a player I really like. Grand Canyon size gap. Player I really like that I think is also one of the most overrated players because of his accolades, Steve Nash. Better than John Stockton, but yeah, Steve Nash probably overrated. 14 points a game for his career. Um, Eight fake, and a half assists. Fake MVPs. Both of, them. Both of them. One, egregious. Yeah. Egregious. Kobe got boned. Kobe got fucked. Egregious. Okay, so I have Nash better. Uh, we moved Russ, Gary Payton, Walt Frazier better. Chris Paul. So he's one, two, three, four, five point guards better. Isaiah Thomas, not even an argument. Six. Um, Jerry West, seven. Oscar Robertson, eight. Steph Curry, nine. Uh, Magic Johnson, 10. John Stock, you're not a top 10 point guard all time. Nope. No. You're not. Get fucked. That you suck. One out of 10 on the hot take scale. Yeah. Dude sucked. Trash. <laughs> Carl, make it. Thanks. Tell me you don't know shit about basketball without telling me you don't know shit about basketball. It's like, hey, start your all-time team. My point guard is going to be John Stockton. Okay, you got a 5'11 white guy that's going to get that absolutely dusted and can't shoot. Sick. Uh, hope These, your other four players are good so you can pass it to them and they can make it. Yeah. 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 Oh, uh, John Stockton. Trash. Yeah. Yeah. You're six foot tall, Ben Simmons, and you're white. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Ugh. Dude, he's a good playmaker. Don't care. Okay. Um, here's one. Are you ready? Yeah. Are I you ready to get hot? I should have got hotter, I guess. The Minnesota Timberwolves are a better team than the Lakers. Now we're getting hot. Now we're getting hot, baby. <laughs> now we're getting hot. <laughs> They're not. Yeah, probably not. They're not. But that Lakers team is not going to work. Getting Davis back is going to help. This is what I put after. However, this was my thing. If AD's himself, the Lakers can win the championship. If AD plays yeah. at his peak of his abilities, the Lakers can still win the oh, whole yeah. thing. Yeah, because Davis is as good as Embiid and when he's at his best. He's, he's as, as good as those as talented a player as there is yeah, in the he's NBA. Yeah, he's those He's for whatever reason, doesn't perform that way or is either injured He's shrunk in some spots. He was, doesn't seem to have that Joel Embiid, Jokic sort of like, fuck you, give me the ball, I'm taking over this game yeah. sort of thing. And maybe that's tough to have when you play with LeBron. It's like tough to Russ. like, hey, it's you, it's you, it's Russ. Definitely the third third highest alpha level on that team. Yeah. Russ, you know, it is what it is. But yeah. he's a dog. He's, he's a fuck you guy. Yeah. Yeah, he is. He's still going to fire those bricks. Yeah. They call me West Splash. Okay, um, how hot is that? That's probably the hottest one we've had, that's right? That's hot. That's not. That's just not true, right? <laughs> that's a nine out of ten hot. Yeah. Let's look at the standings. What do we say? What do we think? What do we think? What do we think? But that, uh, I mean, but yeah, the Davis fact, has been injured before without, the season. Without, having, yeah. Imagine having this discussion before the season. I mean, they have a better record right now. Without, they have the same record without Anthony Davis. They have the same not record. That hot. They have the same record. Yeah, he's been out. Let's relax. Um, Ty Lue, top five coach in the NBA. Maybe. Top five, you'd have to, you know. He has them with a better record than Minnesota and the Lakers right now. Um, let's look around. Mike Malone, I think I'll take Ty Lue. Ty Lue uh, will never not be 
the Allen Iverson guy that got stepped over. It's tough. That's tough. Championship coach in the NBA. Yeah. I mean, he'll just never not be Quinn that. Snyder, head-to-head, outcoached him in a series. Uh, yeah, and like Taylor. Clearly, uh, clearly just like. Taylor, what's his name for Memphis? Chest him. Need more of a sample size. Um, Steve Kerr, probably better coach. Monty Williams, probably, I don't know, pretty close probably. Spolstra, Donovan. Uh, um, I think I'd like him as a top five coach. I think he's a better coach than Nash. I think he's a better coach than Doc Rivers. I think he's a better coach. Is Doc Rivers than, really overrated? Uh, yeah, I think at this point, people, he's he's, blown, he's just like he's, a fine coach. He's blown more playoff series than any coach in NBA history, and that's like I, statistically just true. He's lost more game sevens than any coach in the history of the NBA. I'm gonna tread lightly because he's done nothing but good things. Steve Kerr has had some of the best teams of all time. Yeah, I want to see. I I mean. I Listen, think don't get me wrong. Listening to the guys on the he, team talk about yeah, Steve Kerr, he right. says that he has helped them evolve and he has yes. showed them a different way to play. And they before him had a lot of the same players and True. were a seven seed, not very good. True. And he has unlocked and made those guys play to their absolute full potential. Yes. He's created an environment to let these players thrive. Steph Curry and Clay so. aren't who they are without those guys, but obviously the players are the ones at the end of the also day. Also won two championships with Kevin Durant and the best team of all time. Yeah. Sure. I take it back, though. Not overrated. He's a top Good five coach. coach in the NBA. Good coach. I he's agree. top five I agree. Uh, but Ty Lue, he's borderline. I think he's close. I think he's one of the best coaches in the league. Greg Popovich, top half? Probably not. <laughs> No, Pop's a good coach, but yeah, yeah his bit's a little tired sometimes. Yeah, but I just don't can't like take him. It away from him. I just don't like him. That's fair. That's fair. Good coach, though. You ready to get spicy? Yes, finally. Maybe this one's less spicy than. I, don't I mean, know. that last one you said was fucking crazy talk. The Minnesota being yeah, better than the Lakers. Yeah, with I mean, with Anthony Davis, come on. Yeah, John he Morant. Would, he would baby boy Carl Anthony Towns in a series. Put him in the rim. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, John Morant. I'm. Very like where best this is point going. guard in the NBA, Steph Curry. I know, <laughs> I know who plays in the NBA. I know the other players. No, I'm aware uh, of it. He's been better this year. It's been better by about every. Imagine metric. taking him. Imagine taking Zion over this kid. He's a fucking absolute star. Imagine he's. Got, he's I one thing that I always look at too is. All the greats in the league, ha- he has their blessing. I always look at that. Even if a guy's not performing, if all like the LeBrons, the Chris Pauls are all like, this guy, he's it. He is next. He's got it. I always trust. And on top of that, he's just playing out of his mind. And on top uh, of that. Draymond Green said, Chris Paul, LeBron James, and then like John Moran is like the third smartest player to play against in the NBA right now, which is unreal as a Howard Huge praise. Years. Yeah. Draymond also, Green himself, one of the smartest players in the NBA. Also, he can actually fly, which helps. Yes. Literal superpower. But he's got game. You know, he's a great passer. He's shooting the ball well from three. He's distributing. I mean, he's great. I want to know how – it's always so interesting, Damian Lillard, other players across time. How did he end up at Murray State? I think he was small, and he couldn't Probably shoot. Probably a poor, poor shooter. He was six one, skinny, couldn't shoot, and I think you probably assume you can just kind of find guys, and it's a little hard to 
gauge like mentality will to win instincts um and i think also you just you go to a high school where you just don't get exposure you don't play on the right aau team like guys fall through the cracks yeah. although All much less so in basketball than every other sport yeah say. yeah i mean steph curry played for an nba his dad played in the league and he true ended up at davidson true yeah it happens uh i'll say hmm um, well, since Curry still is employed by the, the NBA, it's pretty hot. Is he two? Is he better than Chris Paul? That's um, that's so tough. Is Luca a point guard? No. Mm. Um, no, I'm not going to count him. He obviously has the most usage and handles the ball a lot. Like, is LeBron a point guard type? Of, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'll just not count those guys as point guards. Um. I'll say right now. I think he's the second best point guard in the league. Third. Yeah, like Chris Paul's one, great. Yeah, Chris Paul's great. He's an asshole. Chris Paul's really good. He's a little bitch, but. Uh, one game, I'll take Ja right now, I think. Ja's not scoring 40 in a. Or Chris Paul's not scoring 40 in a playoff game. Ja did that last year. Um, Yeah, I'll put him two as well. Number two. How many years? He's number one. Pretty close. We're getting there. Yeah. We're How's he there. shooting this year? It's not great. Be- best of his career. It's not great, but it's better. I think it's not great, but I think it is pretty good, though. Yeah, it's not. Our stats department is efforting. Yeah, efforting that. Efforting. This is not what I want. I want his stats. If it's, it's not over 35% or anything, is it? Like, pretty good? 35.7. It's pretty good. What's the average in the league? 35 to 36, probably. If he's doing that and he makes you have to respect him, he's too quick to stay in front of. You're not going to be able to cover him. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be an absolute problem. Yes, it is. Pretty good. Uh, That's all all I got. You got any any spicy takes? I want to formulate a take on the Cavaliers because I love them. I just don't have it right now. They're the Cavaliers are the third best team in the East. No, I, I kind of believe it. Brooklyn, Milwaukee, Miami are all better. Fourth, I could hear fourth. I think they could probably they might be better than the Bulls. It's close. They could beat every team in the East in a seven game series outside of Milwaukee and the Nets. Sure, I don't I, think they. I would not pick them to beat Miami, but uh, they right, could. They could win. They could. They could definitely Two beat out the of Bulls. Five, you know. Uh, Philly would be very interesting to see Embiid against that team. It would Man. be very interesting to watch. Um, who's been the best rookie? I think it's been Cade Cunningham. He's been he had a really 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 bad game last night, but yeah, he's been pretty good. I think it's been Cade. It's been Cade or Mobley. Mobley's been awesome. Mobley's been the most like this guy's going to be a star. Like yeah, Cade seems like really high floor so yeah. far. I think Cade's. I think going to be people twelve were like, years in the league. Eight eight games in are like fucking bust. It's like, dude, shut the fuck yeah. up. He's playing on a team that's won like six games. He's everything's focused on him. I think Cade's going to be great. Uh, Jalen Green's been hurt. Which Scotty Barnes has been fairly quiet but just solid. Yeah, really Scotty good. Barnes has been really good, but he's just not a guy that's going to score. 20. Someone who I wouldn't say I was down on, but I had doubts about um, the other Magic guy, the guy from Michigan, Franz Wagner. He's been, been pretty awesome. Good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jalen Suggs started off kind of rough, but he seemed Got injured kind of and then figured it out. Okay. The game looked a little fast for him, a little like he was forcing it, but he's kind of been better. Uh, he's another guy we knew going in, probably high floor. 
Um, yeah, Wagner hasn't been or has been pretty good. I was I was worried. It just really came down to pretty much everyone said he was going to be pretty good. Uh, it came down to Ited, just like well, the games I saw him in didn't mm-hmm. play well. Which yeah, you know what are you going to do? I saw him play six games. He just didn't I would play assume well. it's got to be high on this list. He's contributing to a very good team. He's was, one of the few guys that we've talked about that's contributing to a legitimate contender. Yeah, they're the one or two. They're the two seed right now. I think. Um, I had. I'm so happy for him. I had a lot of doubts. He's shooting it great. That was the big thing. He's going to be able to play defense on the wing. He's going to be able to give him minutes can pass he's long could he shoot and he's shooting yep and he's been a total steal i was he's such a winner dude. i had he's, doubts he's and an absolute pro you knew watching him in college this dude is gonna fit in he's gonna play his role he's gonna do whatever you ask him to do and on top of that he's just a pretty talented player yeah i mean he was the great. best player in college basketball we kept don't at me last year he just was it's so it's so weird how things you just find things like that the we talked about like who's gonna the Bulls need another guy who's gonna guard who are gonna and it's just like you happen to fall in good their teams lap. draft those happen guys. to fall in their lap good teams get those guys um Josh Giddy's been really good guy that people said got drafted too th- high caught a lot of thunder that's justifiable <laughs> but he does a lot of stuff at six eight makes passes yeah. that you don't see other guys making which is pretty tough um Herb Jones second round pick to the Pelicans mm-hmm. played at Alabama has been good. Duarte has been thrust into a lot of minutes. Yep. Um, yeah, I think those are the guys. I think if there was a first and second team all rookie, those guys, I think everyone we just said would be the guys that would inhabit those spots. Someone said that I would be a no doubt top 10 pick if they redrafted. Would you agree with that? I'd have to look. Probably, maybe, maybe. I mean, I think it, one of those, like. Uh, What's the upside for him, though? Like I think their teams would take some shots on some solid other guys. NBA starter. I think some. I think I don't think he could be an all star. Solid NBA starter could start on a championship winning team. I think. I don't think that's a stretch at all. Yeah. Like yeah. he doesn't play like Danny Green, but he could fill a role that Danny Green plays, like defender, floor spacer, part time creator. Danny Green's got a lot of fucking championships. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. Winner. Yes, he is. Good player. Good role player. Yes, he is. There's there's so much to be said about someone who is, it's such a cliche and like bullshit coach speak, but just will accept a role and be yes. a star in that role. Especially in professional sports where all the guys are great. In the NBA. All the guys are in incredible. the NBA, someone who will accept a role. So many guys could justify it. taking 20 shots a game when they probably shouldn't be. Yep. Dude was coulda, shoulda, uh, unanimous All-American, second round pick. It's like I'm. I should be a star. I should be. Should have been drafted higher, and I'm going to prove it. Nope. Just been a star in his role. Yeah. ILL baby. Putting guys in the league. Malcolm Putting Hill. guys in the league. In Malcolm league. Hill. He got a fucking deal. Yes, he did. Malcolm. Yes. Let's get Demetrius McCamey a job. James Augustine. What's he up to these days? He was hanging out with Barstool Carl. With Carl yeah. at the bar. Yeah, he was. Oh, <laughs> uh, if I saw that man, I'd. Drinks on me, James. <laughs> yeah, those refs fucked you. You've got railroaded. You got boned. Sean May fucking counts his lucky stars every night. Yeah, yeah. All right, that's that was a long one. Fun times. Had a lot to say. A lot doing of talk. two, doing two a week. That we're gonna be longer. A lot of talk. Yeah. Not yeah. that much NFL talk, which I'm fine with. Yeah, me too. I'm fine. We're with. almost over. Go Rams. Favorites. It's not. It's not a fish play. Trust us. We're not fish. Favorites only. Uh, what song is going to play us out? 
What was it last week? The, the uh, I love LA. I love LA. Newman. Um, what do you think Tom Brady's favorite song is? What if I Google Tom Brady's favorite song? What'll pop up? Tom Brady favorite song. Tom Brady's workout pregame playlist released by Spotify for fans to listen. I was going to say something by Neil Young, but he's not on there. I'm going to release the playlist. Joe Rogan, baby. Squeezing him out. Yeah. Squeeze out's on. First song, Yes Indeed, Lil Baby and Drake. That seems right up his alley. La Vida Loca, Viva La Vida, Coldplay. Ooh, Many Men, 50 Cent. That's I, that's synonymous to Tom Brady with me over the last few years. It is. Many yeah, Men. That's, that's what he plays, right, over yeah, his, over his post-game. promo things. Many Men, Tom oh, Brady. Oh, no, no, I'm thinking of, yeah, he does the, the post-game like, recap. But what's he what he does with Gronk? Bum, 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 bum. Bad Boys for Life, that's what. Uh, what song is that? Bad Boys for Life. We ain't going nowhere. Yeah. We ain't. Which one? Which one? Which one? All right, I don't know. Bad boys for love. Fifty Cent or Diddy? Can't go wrong. Um, well, it's playing up right now. We ain't going that one. We ain't going nowhere. We can't be stopped now. Cause we're bad boys for life. Thanks for listening. Yeah. I'm the definition of. Half man, half drugs, ask the clubs, bad boy, that's what's up, after bucks, crush crews after us, no games, we ain't laughing much, nothing but big things, check the hit list, how we twist shit, what changed with the name, we still here, you're rocking with the best, don't worry if I write rhymes, I write checks, who's the boss, dudes is lost, don't think cause I'm iced out, I'ma cool off, who else but me, and if you don't feel me, that means you can't touch me, it's ugly, Trust me, get it right, dog. We ain't never left. We just move in silence and rep to the death. It's official. I survived what I've been through. Y'all got drama. The saga continues. We ain't going nowhere. We ain't going nowhere. We can't be stopped now. Cause it's bad boy for life. We ain't going nowhere. We ain't going nowhere. They look straight from the Harlem streets. I don't play y'all pussy down with the Harlem heat. All of a sudden, niggas got a problem with me. Black, what happened? They running around acting like the black don't care eat. And you know what? What? For some strange reason, I'm off for this medication, feeling deranged, needing for y'all to put the word out. We ain't leaving. We trying to be rich before we all stop breathing. Therefore, we kind of hustle lanes. Stay laying down our muscle games. Still turn niggas' dreams to flames. You got the wire? If not, I ain't saying no names. You soon expire. No pain. I feel remorseless. Of course, it's me and Diddy up first. Racing Porsches with the big twin valve exhausts. On the cover of your vibes. Double X sounds and sauces, bitch. We ain't going nowhere. We ain't. Since the notorious, see everything still glorious. We still got warriors, still be the victorious. See, it's a lot of them, but it's more of us. Still got cash to blow, raps to flow.
low, steal them, catch the no, pack your flow, that's for sure. Bottles to pop, joints to rock, play the background, hand on my jock, holding my glock, money to get. Cost to flip, boss to sit at and sip cognac with juice to drip. Hoes to see, make sure they know when it's me. Drop that D, can't believe that I am C. Bad boy to the casket drop. Gotta love it, place nothing above it. It's on like that. Don't believe we ain't going like that. For always going to be here. We there, every motherfucking year. We ain't going nowhere. We ain't going nowhere. We can't be stopped now. We ain't going nowhere. Go we gon' stay right here forever and ever. We can't be stopped now. It's bad for life. We, we ain't going nowhere. We gon' stay right here. We ain't going nowhere. We can't be stopped now. We gon' stay right here for life. Yeah. Uh huh. Going.